0: Matthew 8 verses 18 to 34 in the New Living Translation. The Cost of Following Jesus When Jesus saw the crowd around him, he instructed his disciples to cross to the other side of the lake. Then one of the teachers of the religious laws said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. But Jesus replied, Foxes have dens to live in, and birds have nests but the Son of Man has no place even to lay his head. Another of his disciples said, Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. But Jesus told him, follow me now. Let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. Jesus calms the storm. Then Jesus got into the boat and started across the lake with his disciples. Suddenly a fierce storm struck the lake with the waves breaking into the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up shouting, Lord save us, we're going to drown. Jesus responded, why are you afraid? You have so little faith. Then he got up and rebuked the wind and the waves and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed, who is this man they asked. Even the winds and waves obey him. Jesus heals two demon-possessed men. When Jesus arrived on the other side of the lake, in the region of Gadarenes, two men who were possessed by demons met him. They came out of the tombs and were so violent that no one could go through that area. They began screaming at him, why are you interfering with us, son of God? Have you come here to torture us before God's appointed time? There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding in the distance. So the demons begged, if you cast us out, send us into that herd of pigs. All right, go, Jesus commanded them. So the demons came out of the men and entered the pigs and the whole herd plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. The herdsmen fled to a nearby town, telling everyone what happened to the demon possessed men. And the entire town came out to meet Jesus, but they begged him to go away and leave them alone.
1: It seems almost impossible to believe that in the passage today, an entire town comes out to meet Jesus in Matthew 8 and verse 34 and they beg him to go away. Just take a moment to take that in. I wonder if there's places in our lives, in our towns and our churches and our communities where we see similar things. I think of schools where Jesus has been asked to leave, where prayer and the word is no longer a priority or not even allowed workspaces where people are not allowed to talk about him or invite him and so we can go on and you can think of areas in your life where jesus has been asked to leave we think of christmas and easter that are now festivities and food and getting together but very seldom do we see much in the secular world and in the shops that represent what easter and christmas is really about and i wonder in our own lives to what degree we hold on to the way things are and we're so comfortable with how things are in our lives and our homes and our churches and our workspaces and when jesus comes he often disrupts because what he does is so impossible so incredible in this case healing two men from demon possession men who were so violent the bible tells us that they were so violent that no one could go through that area and imagine jesus coming and healing two men and from a distance it seems almost impossible like jesus heals these men he delivers them and he he helps this whole area to be safer and yet they come out and they beg him to go i wonder what the message was of the herdsmen who fled into the town and who told the people what jesus did did they share the awe and the majesty and the miracle Or did they share a story of disruption? Of a crazy man who has power that they don't understand and who disrupts the way that they do things there, even if it might be dysfunctional. I wonder how you can apply this message to your own life today and to your own workspace and to your own schools and churches when Jesus comes and he does something that we don't expect and it disrupts the status quo, even if the status quo was dysfunctional, then how do we report on that? How do we talk about it to others? And do we beg him to go because it's not comfortable and it doesn't sit well? We don't understand it, so we reject it. And in so doing, reject him. Father, today we come before you and we ask you to convict us of the areas in our lives where we have begged Jesus to leave. Maybe we haven't begged him to leave. Maybe we've just conveniently ignored him. Lord, we ask you to convict us and We ask you to forgive us and we ask you to help us, give us wisdom on how do we keep you at the center? How do we keep Jesus the main thing? How do we shine your light? How do we take Jesus with us in every single situation? Lord, refire us and give us the courage to speak up where we need to to be gatekeepers for what is right and to bring Jesus back into the center and where people around us don't understand that you'll give us wisdom to explain what you are doing in a way that will bring understanding. Be glorified in our lives. In this last minute, I just want to encourage you to take time to pray for the things that you care about and the areas where you want Jesus to return and to take center stage.